0: Hey, what's up, fam? It's Tuesdays with Tawana. Hey, Mother Carolyn. Yes, happy holidays to you. So grateful to be here and to be uh, with community on today. So I just thought it would be great for an opportunity to uh, share with community uh, for those who will be listening or watching for the first time, this is Tuesdays with Tawana. We build community one episode at a time every Tuesday. We um I am Reverend Tawana, Dr. Tad, Reverend T, your host and your curator for this moment. And we spend about 30 minutes uh together with community. So I ask that you uh, pop into the comments so we can have a dialogue because this is definitely not about me just talking for a straight 30 minutes. So I would love to insert voices into this narrative, but if you want to chill and just watch Tuesdays with Tawana, that is fine as well. So let's show some faces up on the screen. We see Mother Carolyn wishing wishing us a happy holiday. Jackie Squeaky Barber in the building, my pink sister, Habari Ghani. Yes, somebody. I'm not going to give it away. Somebody on here tell us what is the good news for today for Kwanzaa. This is a test. This is a test. I usually post um, every day. And yesterday I had treatment and yeah, I was too tired to do so. Jay McBride is in the building. What an honor. Good to see you. Seasons greetings to you, beloved. Thank you for all that you do in the community. Whoa, I miss you too, Eddie. I can't cry at the beginning of the episode. So um, I love my community dearly. I was so tired today. And I said I had to come on today and spend some time with community. Um, it's a lot going on. And and I just wanted to, yeah, commune with everyone today. Much love to everyone. So I want to open up with um, a quote. Um, we unfortunately... Um, Lost uh, another uh, powerhouse uh, activist, a beautiful spirit, a leader, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who has just been um, just an amazing, beautiful spirit full of activism and love for people and humanity. Um, He has many quotes including, my humanity is inextricably bound to yours. He definitely lives out in Ubuntu. I am because you are. And I thought that we would open up the broadcast with this quote from Desmond Tutu as we close out a very challenging 2021 and we're moving into 2022. Hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. So light, hope is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. So even in the midst of COVID, in, even in the midst of a new variant called Omicron, even in the midst of people being lost due to heinous killings, I hear of some things going on in Denver, and we've lost a beloved spirit, a beloved soul on this side, and I'm sending love and light to all of those in, in Denver Um, thank you, Mother Carolyn. I'm glad I came on as well. And I am asking that you hold space, um, hold space for me. I'm grateful. Thank you. Mama Lovey. Yes. Merry and blessed holiday season to you as well. Good to see you. I love you dearly. Um and yes, I am asking for um holding space today. Um as you know, healing um through this process of, of breast cancer is not easy. And yesterday I was in treatment for too long, for hours, just waiting for medication and then had a PET scan, and there are some concerns coming up, and but I'll share that later with you at another time because I need to share with my family as well. But I am well. I am well. I have a wonderful team of doctors and I'm grateful for all that they look into and to take care of me. So so let, let's talk about closing out 2021 and entering 2022. Um, I know that uh, I remember when 2020 was approaching and You know, we had this 2020 vision, right? Everything was like, yes, we are gonna go into 2020 with this great vision. I turned 50 that year, had a great surprise birthday party right before COVID really, really hit and we shut down. And then we have been pretty much shut down and working and and living very carefully um, through this pandemic. And um, so we're closing out the year. And I noticed that, you know, comments how people will be like, yeah, this is my year is coming up. I'm not seeing too many of that, but I don't want us to lose hope. I would encourage us to look at the lessons learned in 2021 and carry those lessons, those learned lessons into 2022, including whether it's, you know, during times like this. People really show their, their their true colors, if you will, whether it's good or not so good. Some people come through and really show that they are you know, powerhouses for community and they love one another and they make sacrifices for other. They love themselves. They love others. As Desmond Tutu said, our humanity is inextricably bound with one another. So how can I survive? How can I thrive? How can I live? How can I love if I don't see that in somebody else? How can I have dignity if I don't see that in someone else? And people in 2021 have really come through, including many people on this thread and who is watching. So I thank you and I thank I thank God for you, beloved, for all that each of you do to add value, to add love, to add joy to this community, even in the most heinous times that we are going through individually or collectively. And then you have some folk that really showed their true colors, right? They really showed themselves not to be the stalwarts, not to be, the the go-getters and the lovers of our souls and the sustainers of our minds and just loving us unconditionally. They showed us something differently for whatever reason. They could be going through their own challenges and their own situation, and they don't know how to be there for someone else, how to meet someone where they are, how to journey with someone through these heinous times. So for whatever reason they they have showed their behinds right and and some people will not come with us in 2022 in 2022 that's just the reality of it and it's okay because what Desmond Tutu talks about the late archbishop Desmond Tutu talks about in his book um oh gosh now i can't the name just it's about forgiveness and, and there is no love without forgiveness, I think it is, but I'll, I'll look it up again. Um, so when we go into 2022 and there may be some things, some people, some places and some spaces that we have to let go, some places we have to move on, we have to create those new spaces full of love, peace, joy, um, and hope, and, and that's okay. And that's okay. We talked about love last week, and about how you know it's a process, and it's some internal work that we have to do individually to be a part of the collective love-based revolution, to be a part of the collective of loving one another unconditionally, to be a part of the collective of journeying together through the most trying times, or do the, through the most celebratory times. So whatever it might be, knowing what that is and carrying that carrying that information with you as we go on and we greet 2022 in a way that has 2021 has not left us, right? We don't want to carry 2021 into 2022. There are some things, unfortunately, we're still dealing with this pandemic. We're still dealing with racism. We're still dealing with um uh, uh, lack of, of health care, we're still dealing with gun violence, and as we just uh, experienced in Denver um, and and in, in Baltimore City, there have been over three hundred murders, and here we are, not even at the end of the year. there are three hundred and sixty five days in a year. That means almost every day someone has been murdered in Baltimore City. Um, so we're still carrying all of that with us and we are going to carry it collectively so we can do something about it collectively. Um, We can do something about it individually with all of our divine prowess and and, and our creativity and our co-creativity and come together and make those changes. At least that is my hope and that is my prayer as, as we build community, we do this together because the one thing that this pandemic has done has separated us as community. We, you know, young people are struggling, they're in school one minute, they're out of school the next minute, they don't have an opportunity to, um, to play and to engage with other kids and, and and they're losing parents and losing loved ones to COVID, or to other underlying diseases that then causes COVID to um, be to someone's demise. Um, so not only with children, but with adults, too, but with children who don't have the capacity yet to to deal with grief and loss and and, and the suicide rates for young people are, are going up. And that has just not been the norm for at least our, I can speak for my culture, that has not been the norm for us. So all of these things are happening and how do we come together as community and begin to make these changes and to begin to make things um, happen that are to our benefit and to our growth into our survival and to our healing even in the midst of this pandemic and even in the midst of systemic ills even in the midst of things that are, are built to go against us and was never built to our favor to be, in our favor to begin with so we 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 got to call on our creative nature We got to call on our creative selves, our creative prowess and our creative communities to begin to meet people where they are somehow in some way in a safe manner, whether it is through something like this, through um, Tuesdays with Tawana or other Zoom platforms or or whatever, whatever uh, remote platforms that we have, because we are very clear that we are creatives and we are so powerful and our love can transcend through these spaces and places and we can still build community. We can still speak up and speak out against what's going on in our education system. Like, you know, a lot of things, the reason why we're not shutting down, whether it's schools or in general, is because of this this has always taken precedence here in these United States of America. So when are we going to begin to put people over profits? So speaking up and speaking out, writing, texting, (laughs) posting on uh, Twitter, people pay attention to these things. And if we speak up and speak out together as community, then things will change. So as we carry on Um, ourselves and we carry ourselves into 2022, we carry this, this desire to be community and to love one another and not repeat the same things that have happened in 2020 and 2022. So March of 2020, to March of 2021, that was a full year. So now we're going into year number two of this pandemic and it is not gonna go anywhere unless we do what we need to do to take care of ourselves and to take care of each other, to honor ourselves and and to honor one another. Because if we don't, then these new variants are gonna pop up because we're not taking care of what we need to take care of. And if you look at history, quite honestly, when you look at smallpox and, and polio and all those other things, it took several doses, it took several years. So this is not something that is not um, unusual. Um, it doesn't mean that we have to sit back and say, oh, this always happens, let's just deal with it. No, we are too creative for that. And we have come such a long way um, in, in our uh, creative powers to sit back and just allow this to, to happen. To us, to our demise, because it's impacting uh, our Black beloveds and our Black and Brown beloveds and our First Nation Indigenous be- Indigenous beloveds exponentially, and and so we we are the ones that we are waiting for, and we must speak up and speak out against what is is happening. So I want to share another quote with you um, by Audre Lorde, um, and. She says, um, and this is taken from her essay, The Master's Tools Will Never Dismantle the Master's House. House, And I could stop right there, actually, because that is just what's happening right now. We cannot allow the Master's Tool to dismantle uh, the Master's House. That's just not going to happen. But she says here within the interdependence of mutual non-dominant differences lie that security which enables us to descend into the chaos of knowledge, like this pandemic, the chaos of knowledge and return with true visions of our future as we go into 2022, along with the concomitant power to affect those changes which can bring that future into being we hope for it, we we desire it, we work for it, we build community for it, and it brings that future into, into being, that Afrofuturism, seeing ourselves in the future despite what's going on personally, collectively, communally, whether it's a pandemic or a diagnosis or uh, mental health challenges, um, bringing that future into being, difference, is that raw and powerful connection from which our personal power is forged. So what she's saying is is that we got to come together and see ourselves in the future. And mind you, and honor those that did not make it this far. Honor those who have um, either succumbed to, to COVID or to any other debilitating diseases. And we carry them with us as our ancestors. We carry the lessons that they have taught us, the road that they have paved for us to continue this journey, their presence right now to give us the strength and to let us know that they are here and they got us and they're surrounding us with their love and their witness, like the great cloud of witnesses. So we we never lose them per se. We lose them in a different way in this physical way, but we still have them with us at all times and and in different ways. So in, in bringing that into the future, let us open up our minds and our hearts and our souls to bring those ancestors with us, especially those who have fought long and hard for us, whether it's those in the very past, like the Harriet Tubmans and the Sojourner Truths of the world, or if it's those that have um, succumbed to, you know, street gang, gun violence, um, we lift them up as as well. You know, we we will never forget Breonna Taylor. Never. We will continue to speak her name until things have changed so that we can live and not die at the hands of systemic racism. So the reason why I entitled this, Won't You Celebrate With Me, is to encourage you to look at the joys in the midst of despair, to truly dig deep into a love when love is not being served anymore. So when we have to get up from the table, when love is not being served anymore, but digging deep within ourselves and not waiting for someone else to bring that love to us. But we are actually embodying that love and sharing that love in community. We're celebrating life, whether it's celebrating life through love and grieving of a loved one, whether it's celebrating life because I am still here, even though I am in active treatment every three weeks. And I was talking with my daughter the other day and she, you know, we were asking like, you know, is there a different way to do this? Like, do I have to go in and actually be infused through my, my port um, every three weeks and, and having all of these side effects and things of that nature? And right now the answer is yes. Until we have other conversations with my doctor to see what we're going to do, how we're going to do this and what is best for the rest of my body. Because we don't want the chemotherapy to impact the rest of my body, nor do we want the cancer to spread. Right. So so finding different ways. So Mother Carolyn says. "Uh, Be intentional. Um, about the light, about seeing the light in the midst of darkness. Yes, 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 yes. I will celebrate life. And that's what we have. That's what we have to give. That's what we are in control of. That's what we have the power to do. So I encourage you to celebrate life, to continue to celebrate our loved ones like Jason. Continue to celebrate those young people that are out on the streets and, and, and just their, their choices are due to their situation and circumstance. And when you come in and you posit love and you posit a different way to live and to live life, that changes lives. I've seen you change lives, um, you know, uh, Eddie with your leadership prowess and what you do, you are changing lives. You are positing information and, and different ways of thinking so that we can make different choices, whether it's financial choices or, um, employment choices or educational choices or communal choices or whatever that may be. And then being a loving husband and a loving family member and, You know, so all of those things, as we exemplify those things, we celebrate those things. And it may seem, it seems weird, but it's antithetical to what the United States is teaching us. We are celebrating in community. We are celebrating life despite what is being served. We are celebrating life despite what is happening to our people. We are celebrating life because our lightness is going to dispel the darkness. We are going to look for the light despite the darkness. We are going to celebrate because we were born to be divine. We were born to be co-creative. We were not born to succumb to the systemic ills of this world. We were born to be change agents. So as we move into 2022, beloved, we are going to learn the lessons prayerfully that were taught in 2021 and 2020, and not go back to the way things used to be. But we are called to be change agents and to change the way things are and to change our priorities. So we outlive and we outshine and we outdo all of the heinous things that the world is trying to offer us. We are going to celebrate life, celebrate breath, Celebrate the sunrise, celebrate the sunset, celebrate the beautiful, beautiful sunrises I've been seeing across the country. Celebrate water, because water is life. We're going to celebrate one another, even when we don't necessarily agree, even when we we can agree to disagree and still love each other and still be on on a similar path. We may take different paths, but the end goal is for us to survive and to thrive and to make things happen so that we are not beholden to the ills of this world that every day try to kill us. Mother Carolyn says, I pray for your decisions and pray that if there is an alternative, God will make them available to you. In the meantime, praying for you to stay encouraged. Absolutely. I'm gonna leave you with a final quote, but before I do, I was talking with, um, my nurse practitioner on last night and she said, um, Tawana, I just love your, your spirit because I said to her, all, all I can, all I have is one moment at a time. So I was asking her about different options that, that we have, um, because, and you know, I've been having some trouble with the left side of my body and with due to radiation and all that. So it's still ongoing, but she said, I absolutely love your spirit because I said, all I have is this moment. And when I ask you what our options are, it's just so that I know what to pray for. And I know how to center myself and say, well, God, these are the options that they have given me. What would be best? How can I live my best life and be, um, and, and live out my best self with these choices that were given to me? Or do you have another choice that you are going to impart into my heart and my mind and my soul so that I can live out that way and live and not you know, be harmed by this disease that I have been diagnosed with? So I, she said, you know, I just, I love that. And I said, well, I can't worry about what I don't know. Like if I just keep worrying about what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, it'll drive me crazy and it'll cause me stress and stress causes disease, right? So I share that story with you because things happen and I want you to be encouraged and not necessarily be stressed out. Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, reach out to a loved one. Even if your village is not large and your village is three or four people, reach out to them and 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 those who journey with you and don't always try to give you answers and have the answer for those who are going to walk with you and just hug you when you need to be hugged or listen when when you just need someone to listen to in my meditation this morning Debbie Brown talked about the difference between hearing and listening and listening is 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 a divine um, agent where you actually receive information and you just might know something. Um, hearing is is hearing. Um, if you don't take it in, you may not learn anything. You'll just hear the sounds. You'll just hear whatever's going on. But if you hear the the water of the ocean and the waves moving back and forth or the wind blowing, then maybe if you listen closely, closely, you will appreciate that. And that will begin to sit well in your spirit. And you can say, it is well with my soul despite this diagnosis. It is well with my soul despite losing a loved one to COVID or in the midst of losing a loved one to COVID. It is well with my soul in the midst of being diagnosed after being vaccinated and having the booster, It is well with my soul, even in the midst of living impoverished or not having access to adequate health care and not being able to afford medication and all the other things that um, are used to help you survive. You can say it is well with my soul. So what must I do to live life and to live life more abundantly and not to live in a way that is focused on the things that are trying to kill me, but to focus on the things that love me and the things that are going to keep me alive and well. Mother Carolyn says, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for blessing us in the midst of your fatigue and exhaustion. Your energy is giving me light in life today. I love watching God use you. Thank you, Mother Carolyn. Oh, my beloved is on. My beloved Kristen Curry is on and says, thank you for bringing this one beautiful moment. Blessings for you and your family and right back at you. Hey, good to see you. I hope your travels were well. Thank you. I receive the love. I receive the love and it's right back to each and every one of you. So I am going to, um, close with this last quote. Um, as soon as I find it, um, let's see where let's Sorry, Jan. Jan, I have you up here like forever. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Where is the quote? Ah, here it is. Sorry about that, y'all. Lucille Clifton, my favorite, my absolute favorite. Um, the late Lucille Clifton poet. She has uh, so many poems that are just so uplifting and just gives me life. And this is my mantra. This is what I use to encourage me on a regular basis. And it says, won't you celebrate with me what I have shaped into a, a kind of life? I had no model. See that question, what I have shaped into a kind of life? I had no model. Born in Babylon, both non-white and woman, what did I see to be except myself? I made it all up here on this bridge between starshine and clay, my one hand holding tight my other hand. Come celebrate with me that every day Something has tried to kill me and has failed. I hope that encourages you as much as it has encouraged me. My beloved Janie, so beautiful. I'm holding space with you. Thank you, beautiful. I appreciate you. I appreciate all of you. So won't you celebrate with me for every day? Every day, something has tried to get at us. Something has tried to kill us. Something has tried to discourage us. Something has tried to move our focus onto things that are not of us and and loving to us. Something has tried to distract us, but we will not let it happen going into 2022. We are ready to make change, whatever that change. We're not talking about this superficial change. 22 is gonna be my year. Those are all great positive things, but we've gotta have a plan and we gotta put that plan in place with community so that we can work together to combat all of the ills that try to come up against us and try to kill us every day. We are still here. We are still here with ancestors, those that have gone on before us. We are still here together. We are still here in sickness and in health. We are still here in love and joy and peace and hope. We are still here, beloved. We are still here and we are going to continue to be here and build community the best way we can and be as creative as we can so that we can live and not die at the hands of systemic Ills. I love y'all. Happy holidays. And I won't see you. So happy new year. Yes, my brother Coleman, we are still here. Let us not get it twisted. We are still here. We are still here. We are still here. Five years later, into my sixth year, I am still here. Her2 positive metastatic breast cancer. I am still here. Domestic violence survivor. I am still here. Um, dealing with racism and racial racial ills. We are still here. Dealing with lack of access to proper education and health. We are still here, beloved. Let's make it happen for 2022, and let us not be discouraged. So come and celebrate, Mama Lovey. Yes, come and celebrate with me. I love each of you to the moon and beyond. And may we celebrate together as we bring in 2022. Have a blessed, joyous, remainder of this week as we close out 2021 and bring in 2022 like never before. I love you. Thank you for joining me on today. Thank you for holding space for me. I feel the love and I am so grateful. I am so grateful that you take the time out to join Tuesdays with Tawana on Tuesdays at two o'clock Eastern time right here on Facebook Live. Um, I'm grateful. Thank you. And bless you too. Bless all of you. I love you dearly. Enjoy and I will see you in the new year. So won't you celebrate with me for every day something has tried to kill us and has failed. To the ancestors, to you beloveds, into the Most High. Thank you. Blessings to you. See you next week.